going to the sports antidote early on. Coach Ed Ogeron, head coach of the LSU Tigers. Coach, I know you're out there in California right now. Hurricane Ida, all this bullshit. First and foremost, how are you doing? How is the team doing? Well, we good. We 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 ready. We we, we focused. We determined. You know, we got a lot of grit. We playing a lot of hard. Um, you know this uh this Ida done had us all you know discombobulated as some this came in. You know what I mean? I. I I, saw, I got old Buku Swole stood up to it, whooped that boy's ass, knocked him in two, spit him up, you know, caused a lot, of, a lot of separate damage, you know, like like when the asteroid comes and you go nuke it and you create more asteroids, you know, and uh some of them things they be hitting the uh, East Coast now, you know, but I mean it's something that's gonna be done one of these days, but and we gonna be ready, we gonna we gonna play no matter what, we gonna kick ass no matter what because we are LSU Tigers. Coach, this one's for you. Ah, uh, I heard that you were on a flagpole on LSU's campus like Lieutenant Dan in Forrest Gump yelling, you call this a storm? You'll never sink this ship. <laughs> Is that true? Was there any validity to this claim? Yeah, baby. I mean, yeah, I had my shirt off. I was ready. I was like, let's go. You know, I mean, that, that, I like, that's a good movie. I like when uh, when, old, when old Gump is like, uh, Lieutenant Dan, you ain't got no legs. <laughs> it was funny, man. You know. Good stuff, baby. And Good my movie. fat white Susan. Yes. Um, <laughs> I should have yeah. died on the battlefield with honor. And you robbed yeah. that of me. It's a great movie. I watched it before we left. I'm over here in Florida kicking it, Coach. Um, I know you have stuff to do. Uh, do you have a message for UCLA? I mean, they think you're weakened by the hurricane, Coach. But I feel the hurricane has made LSU a Category 5. No pun intended. Anything you want to comment on that? Yeah, we coming, baby. We we going. We got a, a storm surge of ass whooping. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, like, like Coach O want to want to send up. You know, we want to tell everybody out there in Cajun land. You know, it's gonna be good. You're gonna be all right. Things gonna be better. It's gonna be harder to hunt and fish in Copadre and Grand Isle right now. But we are gonna get everything fixed up. We coming. You know, yeah, it's gonna start with whipping and whipping ass in California and coming back, baby. That's right. Um, you haven't said it in a while, but I think the listeners want to know. They want to hear a good old I'm Coach O, bitch. Go ahead and rip it before you leave, brother. I'm Coach O, bitch. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Warm it all up. Everything you got. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Sports Antidote, episode number 64, Lights Out, and Lights Out it was in my house, bitch. Thanks for Coach O for jumping on here. We look forward to watching LSU play UCLA. Bro Exotic is out, displaced in Mississippi. Tommy Bench is out. He once again cuffed, but that's okay. <laughs> I am in Florida. He didn't know. Stupid hurricane went and ruined everything. We'll be here for God knows how long. No power in my house for the unforeseen future. And if you think this podcast stops because of a hurricane, think again. From this shithole hotel, motel, whatever. At least we're not far from the beach. King Kong ain't got shit on this podcast. I'm your host, Danny Belts. Episode 64, mini podcast. I'm rolling solo. That's okay. We're going to talk about a quick story about lights out. A story about domestic violence. Where there was an imminent intervention when I was in college. No, it was not me. Um, but, oh, there was violence. But, uh, no, Danny Belts doesn't hit the women. Uh, no. But... 
Uh, I will tell you what happened in this crazy story I should have talked about a long time ago. We are going to get into a lot. Uh, there's so much going on since the hurricane. I mean, Tulane has to go to Oklahoma now. It's ridiculous. The Saints are having to play the Packers in Jacksonville. It's absurd. And LSU is out here playing UCLA and then ULL, the team, been talking about playing Texas. So much going on either out of Louisiana. I mean, college football, you have to feel the vibe. Last night, I had a good time watching Alabama-Birmingham play Jacksonville State. A close rivalry. One's Montgomery, one's in Birmingham. It was a good game. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I love college football. I could watch any team play anytime, anywhere. But yet, a shitty pro football game. I'll go have a productive Sunday. So, a lot to discuss. We have a ton of new listeners. I was gonna, not going to do one, and then I checked the listens from last week and was like, but you got to keep this train going, even though you're doing this in the worst spot imaginable. Uh, we're, not in the, we're not in the studio. The office is just, I'm doing this in some random AIDS-infested motel, but that's okay. So let's recap the futures, and then we'll talk about the, what we're going to do this weekend. ULL over nine and a half wins. I talked about that uh, an astonishing amount of times. We like them a lot. Also, they play Texas coming up here tomorrow or on Saturday. Opened up at 14 and a half. Now it's hovering around eight. Texas playing the freshman quarterback. Everyone's going nuts. Uh, we still like ULL. There's still value there, believe it or not. Uh, Western Kentucky is going to battle Tennessee Martin coming up. We'll be talking about them in one second. We like them over six wins. Uh, I do have a comment on the Tennessee Martin game they play. We'll wait on that. Uh, we like Texas San Antonio over the eight wins. Again, just a recap. We also like Texas San Antonio getting the seven and a half this weekend. Now it's six and a half. Uh, there is so much to like. And we like Georgia Tech over the five and a half wins. And the plays have been made. Texas San Antonio, we like Charlotte. We like Louisiana Lafayette, among other things. But those would be the headlines. And we also like them in week one. And, of course, we'll probably get cucked. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Bed, bath, and beyond. There's definitely not time. I know that. Go ahead and crack this Truly here. Uh, I've I've been sipping on the Truly Hardcore. Uh, the um, blueberry acai. I, I don't even know how to pronounce that. Sounds smart. The Church of Woke's Greatest Hits, Volume 2. I have a preview for you. Bro Exotic and the Church of Woke have done it again. That'll be dropping in a few weeks. But I have a sample for you coming up after my story and after a couple games I want to discuss. So, not a fan of hitting the women, you know? Not a fan of people who do. Most guys or not. Well, me and a friend of mine who no longer walks this earth because two gentlemen in Atlanta, July 7th, 2007 at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time decided to take his life for a couple shekels. Lifelong friend of mine, my dad did the funeral. It was a disaster. Well, he he didn't have the same political views as I, but boy, we had the same view on, hey, is our neighbor in this condo? It was only two people, two room, two condos in the condo it was upstairs downtown charleston above a liquor store and there was one guy over here one guy i was three there was a third compartment up there my buddy and i were convinced this dude from philadelphia trash was beating his wife he was a student at musc that's the medical university right along the bat not the battery what's it called just a goddamn whatever empties out into the atlantic ocean i haven't been there in so long it's like a bunch of catamarans, and it's just beautiful. 61 goes right over it. We'll call it the ocean for all intents and purposes. It is the ocean. Anyway, uh, this story is near and dear to me because um, Lights Out, 
means a lot. Lights out in society, lights out at my house, lights out in the boxing ring, lights out on the street. This story might be better saved for a better time, but I'm going anyway, and I'm doing it. So, we find out he was beating his wife. We called the police. The police tell us there's nothing they can do. We confronted him. He's, he, you know, oh, I don't know what you're talking about, and she's walking around all beat up, and she's like, oh, I fell down the stairs. You know, you've heard it all, right? It's like, all right, the walls are paper thin. We can hear your dog's toenails when she goes up next to the television across the side from the wall. So surely we can hear you slapping a woman around, you piece of shit. So I decided we were going to go ahead and take matters into our own hands. Else I don't believe you. Plenty of podcasts out there. Word needs bartenders too. Two weeks with pay. If you don't like it, leave. There's a double bald win. So, King Street Grill. King Street Grill is on King Street, if you didn't know. Uh, it would be considered almost like Bourbon Street Grill. In other words, it'd be like on the 400 block of Bourbon Street, right in the thick of everything, right in the middle of everything. King Street Grill marks the spot as the douchiest joint, probably not there anymore, or probably named something else. However, a very popular place. Well, him and his students used to go there. Him and his fellow students would go there on Wednesday nights. It just so happens I didn't really work much on Wednesday. So we decided to uh, go to King Street Grill, my buddy and I. And we sat there and drank water, waited for him to leave. He left. I can't believe he's saying yeah, just stick around. So we followed him. We know he liked to go to another place. We didn't know if he was going to go there or not. We, we did a little recon on this. We kind of planned this out. And I don't want to say anything too convicting here. I don't know if the statutes of limitations are here. No, we didn't kill him. But uh, we decided we were going to follow him again. He didn't see us. He was none the like. And then he went into this other bar, which I'll name Nameless, not far from there, about a half a mile southeast, not far from where we both live, all three of us. And so it came to pass that at about 1230, he decided to go home, and this is what he did every Wednesday, but we had left about 10 minutes earlier because we knew he was on his typical schedule. I'll leave the coordinates out, the street names out, uh, but Danny Belts uh, confronted him and took action. An action. Didn't take much. You know, this is pretty quick. Pretty tackle pin, straightforward. I'll spare you the details. Um, that was a three-piece with cheese. He was out. But he wouldn't really go out, and I don't have exactly quite the knockout power, but, I mean, I made my point. But my friend decided to make his point, and his point was made emphatically. And as his foot came upside this dude's head, much like almost a scene from American History X, except his mouth wasn't on the curb and he didn't say, say goodnight. He said, lights out. And lights out, it was. Belts, what happened after that? I'll tell you what happened after that. We were maybe, maybe not questioned. Of course, we had an alibi because we weren't there. Of course, huh, I don't know what you're talking about. We planned this out. Lights out. His name was Matt. <laughs> well, Matt hit the mat. And then some. Belts, why are you saying this? I'll tell you. Let me drink this truly. Because lights out applies to a lot of things. I, I really shouldn't have did that story there because there's a 45-minute saga into that whole thing. But who needs to be doing that, right? He started it. My buddy ended it. End of story. Full stop. Period. You know, when the power went out of our house... And it was truly lights out. I mean, 
it, you don't realize how weak we are in society. Just how weak this white-beating piece of shit was. A weak, feeble bitch of a man. Not even a man. Oh, and the best part was, she was the one the most mad at us. All right, I'm going to drop. Never mind. You know, let's just move on. Problem is that as weak as he felt while he beat her, as weak as he felt while he may or may not got his ass kicked by two guys, I have no idea. I don't know. But I know that we're not that far from just breaking as a society when the, when the lights go out. I mean, think about it. People don't even realize the biggest difficulties in these situations. Everything in your fridge and your freezer is gone unless you have a generator. Yes, you can go get ice, but how long can you get ice? The stores aren't open. There's no power. Then finally the store is open and you realize it's cash only. I'll go to the ATM. All the power's out. That's real convenient. I haven't had cash since 1980. I wasn't even born then, so whatever. So you don't realize how weak we all are. Gasoline becomes an issue. Again, if you don't have a generator, which is my next purchase, this is not happening to us again. It's hot as hell down here. No air conditioning. Good luck with that. The beer is warm. What? The truly's warm. The truly is warm? That's when society breaks. I don't drink no lukewarm white cloth, pal. Bells, you're yelling. I'm pretty. Yeah, that's right. I am yelling. You're going to like this mini podcast. We don't understand the weakness in our whole 99% of us in this country, the greatest country the world's ever seen. When the power goes out, when it's lights out, it's lights out. I mean, the logistics of getting out of the house and then what do you come back to when this tree's in our living room and the gate's sideways, the insurance company waiting for them. Oh, trust me, Jake from State Farm, his fat ass, wait, they fired him, it's the other guy. His ass won't be there with Aaron Rodgers waiting for me when we get home. Oh, no, no, no. We have to chase them like the prom queen, chase them around. <laughs> that ain't happened. But when the lights go out, man, it is just a feeling of just perpetual, wow, what do we do now? Besides getting rid of all the food, where do we go? How long do we stay? Do you have pets? Do you have dogs or cats? You can't go to a hotel. What if you don't have any friends in the immediate area outside of there? What do you do? Go to an Airbnb, they're all booked. What do you do when the lights go out? What would you do? I've talked to 50 people in the last 24 hours. Everyone's all worried. Everyone's concerned. The southwest Louisiana got hit on the chin 10 times that of Katrina. It's horrible. I woke up the next morning, drive around. I have never seen that many power lines and trees down. And, the, and when people realize about the lights out thing, the hurricane is just as dangerous when it's over. Trees are still falling. Power lines are live. And there's water. I'm not Einstein, but I think electricity and water is like Red Bull and vodka. Not a good idea. What, is, has, what does any of this have to do with sports? Nothing. And again, if you don't like it, leave. I'll get into sports. You're on my time, bitch. I'm not Coach O, though. I'm not. Let me hit this truly real quick. You know, I was going to talk about my friend's death over the summer on his anniversary. But I didn't, and I put it away. And like everything else I put away, it's lights out, bitch. It's just I don't think about it, so I put it in the back of my mind. 
compartmentalize it in the basement and lock the door, burn the house down, and forget that it's there. But it's not. It's here. It's always here. This hurricane was a disaster. Ruined so much that I wanted to do. But it ain't going to ruin this weekend for us. And my late friend, even though he's no longer here, like I said, that's all right. Because I'm going to talk about his, his team in the late honor of him and, and what I think is going to happen this week as there are some heavyweight bouts about to happen. We're going to get right into it. White bitch of the week. And this is going to be in and out. But if you're rolling your eyes and wondering what I'm talking about, if you can't put two and two together, I'm sorry. I can't add for you. What I can do, though, is give you about 20 to 25 minutes, especially if you're in no air condition. Hopefully you have internet. I feel like it's South Park. I'm going to California while you're here. They have a little internet. Asian fart porn. Randy Marsh, funniest cartoon character ever, period. There's going to be some lights going out in college football. There's going to be some early reckonings. We talked about the big ones. I don't need to get that anymore. You know who I like. Made it very apparent. If only Tommy Bench could do his job and post that stuff on Instagram, life would be a lot easier. But he cucks. Not really. (laughs) He's a good dude. Let's talk about what's coming up this week. And how just like the lights went out on an unspecified street about, I don't know, a half a mile from King Street Grill in 2004, of March of 2004, not far from Hurricane Katrina, only a year and a few months later when that happened. We'll talk about, in comparison, like I just said, the lights out for the hurricane Hopefully no one has to go through this. Why do you live in South Louisiana? Why do people live out west? I mean, there's a wildfires, tornadoes, avalanches, snowstorms on the other side. What? Flash floods? You choose to live where you choose to live because. Oh, means where you make it. That dude said it in the water, boy, so it must be true. This is the most disheveled episode of all times, but this is how it is. Let's get into before, no, no, we'll get into the preview of the Church of Woke after. Let's talk about a little college football, and then we'll wrap this up. World needs plenty of bartenders. Two weeks with pay. Good. You all know the first wave of plays, right? I don't need to say them again. And I forgot to mention earlier in the first wave, Tennessee, which now is at 35. What did Danny Belts tell you? I told you. When it was 27 and a half a month ago to jump on this, they're probably still good. We'll get into that. So what to do? We beat so many lines. We have to have the Molly music. We're going on the record for a few more. I don't know where to go. I don't know. One thing we don't do enough is talk about first halves. Sorry. It's the truly. What are you going to do? You know? All right. So here we go. A lot is going on. Tulane. Let's start with them. Interesting. We've been talking about this game for a while. I've been waiting for this game for years and years. And Hurricane Ida Cucks. So now it's not going to be in Yeoman. We're going to Norman, Oklahoma. And good. Fine. Let's go up to Oklahoma. And they're going to find out just how good this kid Pratt is. And just how prepared this two-lane team is for this. Opens up at 22. The line now. 32 points because we're going to everyone's jumping on Oklahoma in the over. Go ahead. Good luck. Let's see what happens. 
Rattler, another overrated, inevitable Oklahoma quarterback, will be in the Heisman race, etc. And he'll cock. You know the rest of the story. What you don't know is just like I talked about when I watched ULL a long time ago, Louisiana Lafayette go tit for tat with Oklahoma State the year they almost went to the national championship in Lafayette. They were winning at halftime 21 to 17. Just like I told you, when Texas went to Wyoming, I was in Laramie and they slept on them there and they were only up by three points at halftime. Texas, one of the best teams I've ever had, inevitably would fall to Alabama in the national championship called McCoy going out early in that game, obviously, so asterisk to that one. However, one thing we don't talk about is these first halves. Can Tulane run the marathon in Norman? I don't th- I don't know. 30-something points is an awful lot for a team that can fight. And the gloves are coming off in Norman. This team has so much to play for. This quarterback is so underrated. They threw him into the furnace, right? Like Shadmack Reshack and Abednego, Nebuchadnezzar, in there. Guess what? Didn't burn. Leads him to a bold victory. This kid is a stud. Pratt is awesome. Look for him to keep them in this game. Can they hold on for all rounds? I do not know. They could be battered from the storm. Let's act like they're healthy. Let's talk like adults. Tulane's getting 18 and a half points in the first half. They'll probably get more than that, although a kill number it is. 17 and a half, 18 and a half, these are kill numbers. I don't know how it helps you at 19, 20, 20 and a half's a kill number, 30 to 10 at half. Okay, I can see that. Maybe, maybe not. I can see Tulane up at halftime. You think I'm crazy? Whatever. We like Tulane on the record except for the first wave of plays. The second wave. Give me Tulane in the first half. Plus the 18 and a half. And while we're at it, let's get back to Tennessee. Tennessee now laying five touchdowns. Two of the biggest line swings. Louisiana Lafayette, excuse me, Louisiana University and Tennessee, which this podcast was so far ahead of. Give me them laying 21 and a half in the first half. I'll take the balls. If I like them to cover the 27 and a half for the game, surely I think they're up by four to five touchdowns at half. So give me them now as they have so much to prove. Versus the worst team in college football, nearly Bowling Green. Let's see it. I call. Show me your cards. I don't even have a good hand, but you ain't got shit, dirt. What's up, Hackman? Shout out to my boy in Indiana. And then we're taking Western Kentucky. We're going to lay the 22 versus Tennessee Martin. Fuck it. Why not? Bailey Zappi, the transfer from Houston Baptist, along with half the offense of the offensive coordinator, comes to Western Kentucky for a big bash before they go play the Big Ten next week. We'll be talking about that. You know it, baby. I can't wait for that one. We have the first wave. It's Tulane the first half minus the 18 and a half. It's Tennessee the first half minus the 21 and a half. And it's Western Kentucky. Yes, and Western Kentucky minus the 22. I can't believe I'm laying all this chalk, but why not? Because you want to know why? When the lights go out and when you got nothing to look at, when your wife's scared and your kids are scared, what are you going to do? You going to let this guy over here beat his wife? Huh? You going to let your family be scared? No. Lights out, bitch. Write all that shit down. Before we get into the end of the podcast, what will be the Church of Wokes Greatest Hits Volume 2 preview, White Bitch of the Week. Yes, White Bitch of the Week is me. I am nominating Danny Belts for White Bitch of the Week. I don't think I'll make the awards banquet at the end of the year. When I needed to be strong for my family, when it really mattered, when that thing was beating us up, much like the lights out victim in Charleston, I kind of cucked. Didn't cry. No. 
but they could feel the fear and it made it worse. And I'm the man of the house and that ain't like me. So for that, no, no, for that, I'm officially nominated for white bitch of the year and will be at the awards banquet, the dinner ceremony, mid-January, excuse me, mid-December, Danny Belts is white bitch of the week. Netflix endorses this commercial. And Michael Bolton was not left out of the Church of Wokes, Volume 2. Leading off right here. Here we go. What a non-binary loves a pansexual. You can't keep their mind on anything else but gender inclusion. The Church of Wokes greatest hits did not miss the Seattle grunge. Check this one out. Even though you have gotten vaccinated, oh, you can go in my bar without my ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And an ode to one of the greatest things Portland's ever done. Yeah. Antifa. The Sports Antidote, episode number 64. Nothing can stop this pod. King Kong can't stop this podcast. I'm your host, Danny Belts. Rate, subscribe, and review. Reach out, touch your brother. Tell someone about the goddamn sports antidote. But they'll lose my mind. Follow us. I'm not asking. I'm telling you. Fucking follow us on Instagram, at the sports antidote. Do it right now, or I'm defriending you from life. I'm checking everyone in my phone book right now. If you're not following my ass on Instagram on that thing, we're done. Lights out. Look forward to having the rest of the show be normal next week as we get into college football, thanks to Coach O. Hopefully Bro Exotic and Tommy Bench can jump back on next week. I'm the excitable host of this one, Danny Belts with the Z. Keep it real, Anadotians.